Hello, everyone, and welcome again to the Strike Oppose Photo Booth podcast. This is Jim, the tech manager, coming to you from the secret location under the train station. This week, we're going to be talking about discounts and the danger of not planning them out, not understanding the discount structure. Uh, you always want to make sure that you come out ahead, but discounts are an excellent way to, uh, of course, attract business and uh, to close that sale. But you got to be careful. You want to make sure that you have it well planned out so that you don't leave yourself in a position where you are you know, discounting too deeply and you don't end up making uh, your profit margin. Now, before we get going, uh, once again, remind you that you can email us at podcast at sappb.com. Let us know what you're thinking. Let us know any questions that you have. Uh, tell us what's going on with you. Holiday season is still in swing. We've passed Christmas. We have the new year coming, and then we're going to hit 2018, and that's a whole other year of booth events, bookings, and putting to use all of the things that we've talked about on the podcast, uh, things that you've learned from in, in the last year or a few months, depending how long you've been at it uh, or longer. So let's get rolling into the danger of discounts and see how we can avoid those. Now, this being the end of the year and it's the holiday season, this is the time when people really start thinking about discounts. It can be, depending where you are in the country, if you're in the warmer climates, there's generally a uh, more steady stream of business through the winter months, whereas in the northern climates where it's colder, things tend to slow down a little bit. And, you know, in either situation, it's a time to reflect on pricing and what you can do to get those bookings. So the one thing about discounts is they are a staple in business, but you need to know when and how to use them uh, to make them effective for you and, and also attractive for the customer. So the one thing I'm going to say is you need to set your initial pricing to withstand discounts. All right. You never want to lose money. So when you're looking at your pricing, how much uh, you're going to charge per two hours, four hours, and et cetera, you want to make sure that you price high enough that you're making your projected uh, profit margin. But you also want to keep in mind if you need to offer a discount or if you want to offer a discount, will this pricing be able to absorb that? So determine the price that you need to charge to pay for your expenses, supplies, and generate your profit goal. This is what you're going to call your base price, and this is what you're going to need to uh, make this profitable for you in your business. Now, once you have that base set, you need to figure out how are you going to be discounting? Are they going to be occasional discounts, or are you going to put discounts in the forefront as a, a, a primary selling point for your packages? So if you anticipate uh, doing discounts often, and uh, that's going to be your thing. Um, so you start them high, and then you knock off 100 bucks. if that's going to be your general practice, then you're going to have to mark up your regular price, the amount of what you're going to consider to be your standard discount. So if every time someone calls you and they want to talk about uh, renting the booth, and you have, say, $400 for two hours, and you're going to knock 50 bucks off almost every time, then that 400 needs to become 450. Because if you figured your base price at 400, you want to mark up for your potential discount so that when you take that off, 
you're still at your base price, but you're also uh, not going below your uh, profit margin so that, uh, you know, at the end of the event, you're making what you need to make to cover everything in your time and to generate a profit. Now, if you're going to offer occasional discounts, this is where it gets a little tricky. Again, when you're thinking of the occasional discounts, you need to think of how much are you going to offer. And this is going to differ for everybody. There's no good, real, real good formula. Um, the thing is, is it depends on where you are and you know, the your competition and what goes on in the region that you're working in. So you're going to want to look at if uh, you're going to pick, say, five holidays or five periods during the year where you're going to offer a holiday discount, Christmas, uh, Thanksgiving, Halloween, uh, 4th of July, something like that. You're going to want to make sure that your base price is going to be able to withstand that discount. So if you're going to say, I'm going to offer $100 off of my booth every reservation uh, through December because of Christmas, did you set your base price to uh, handle that, to absorb that? Because if your base price leaves you with, let's say, like a $20 margin, and then you start offering $100 discounts, well, now you're falling below that line, and you're not, you're not making the profit that you set out to do. And that's really, you know, that's, that's not anywhere you want to go. So this is going to require some thought on your part on how you're going to approach it. And if you already have your prices set and you've been at it for a while, you know, there's nothing wrong with a price increase if you need to. Everything goes up eventually. Uh, you just want to be careful that your, you know, your price increases reflect what you actually need to do. So you don't want to set them too high to offer yourself this big buffer where I'm going to offer $100 off, but then I might want to offer you know 10% on top of that and so on. I mean, those are things that you have to think through. But again, if you need to adjust your base pricing, then that's what I suggest that you do. But you also want to be careful not to change the, the base price too much because that will get noticed. People will be coming to your site and this week it's 400 and then the next week it's 500 the next week it's 575 and then the following week it's, you know, 425 That's not going to look good on you. Now, especially when you're starting out, there's maybe some fluctuations and that's fine, but you have to really, you know, think it through, plan it out so that they're not wild, they're not frequent, and they settle eventually and then you have a good operating base price to go from. Now, offering discounts is, again, great for sales, great for marketing, great for getting out there and, you know, stepping in on the competition a little bit. But the thing you want to do is also when you're setting your pricing and your, or you're uh, re-examining your pricing, you want to remember that there is the customer satisfaction factor. So, you know, things may go wrong. You may not be able to deliver something that uh, you promised. Say that there's an internet issue so you can't post to Facebook. Make sure you have enough room for those customer satisfaction discounts because if you can't offer 100% of what you promised your customer, clearly you're going to want to give them some kind of a discount. So again, factor that in as well. And what we're going to talk about next is how you can uh, start factoring these things in and uh, have a set schedule of discounts. So the way to do that is really write guidelines for your discounts. Write a discount book or a guideline book on how you're going to operate uh, or handle your pricing. This is going to be really handy for you because the last thing you want to do is do this on the fly. 
You don't want to be caught in a situation where something comes up and you need to offer, especially that customer satisfaction discount, where you need to discount something because, you know, something in the package was not able to be delivered. You don't want to just grab arbitrary numbers off the top of your head. A couple reasons. One, because snap decisions like that can dramatically cut into uh, your profit base. And two, it, uh, it, it gives you an air of inconsistency. So if this happens a few times in a couple months, for whatever reason, you know, if it's a weather or something and you're just, you know, a courtesy discount, if there isn't a set range, if they're not fairly consistent, if not completely consistent, then people are going to start noticing this because the more work you get, obviously the more word of mouth there's going to be, the more talk about the experience, not just in the photo booth itself, but dealing with you, dealing with your business. The thing that you want to do is get a notebook out and start writing your guidelines. Doing this, you have these situations, I'm going to discount this much. And then if you have folks helping you uh, or if you have staff uh, working for you, make sure that they're aware of these. That way you're consistent. They're a safe margin. They're safe numbers. And they're just they're right there when you need them. Uh, something goes wrong, it starts to rain. Uh, even though it's not your fault, the customer is, you know, understandably going to be upset. It's an outdoor event and things are happening. So, you know, ease their pain a little bit. Have in your head, because you had it written down in your guidelines, so I'm going to offer this kind of discount to them just to, you know, make them feel better. Because when they feel better, they're going to speak better of you and the experience. And, you know, who doesn't want to hear, man, I had this guy in his photo booth. And we were outside and everything was great. And then it started raining. I mean, it's nobody's fault or nothing. The guy, I mean, he was so kind. He, you know, gave me X amount off, X percent or dollars or whatever. And, you know, that just kind of, oh, the day was just terrible. And, you know, that was, that was really cool. That was really cool. So, yeah, I would definitely give this guy a call for your booth needs. So that's the, I mean, that's the basic benefit to doing this, to writing them down, to having written guidelines for your discounts. Now, the other thing that you're going to want to do, since you're writing out guidelines, Start a record book. Keep a record of your discount periods, uh, discounted events, anything like that. Plan out ahead what you're going to have a discount on. Uh, plan out for how long that's going to last. And the reason you want to do that is because, number one, you can advertise a period uh, upcoming. You can, uh, number two, you can more easily manage those periods. So planning out your discount periods for holidays, uh, uh, seasons, uh, you know, wedding seasons, the first month of the wedding, you know, the big wedding season beginning, anything like that, it will help you stay on top of what's going on because you really do need to stay on top of discounts. If you're going to offer discounts, you have to have something that's going to remind you daily to keep checking on them because here's the thing. Say you have a discount period, you have the changes made on your website, you print out flyers, you advertise it, so on, and that period comes and goes, and people are still coming, looking, and booking, and you still have, you know, now offering $100 off. Well, here's the thing. You should have ended it, but because somebody stumbled across it, honor it. That is the number one rule of discounts, is honor them. If you offer it, even if it's outside of the period, it does you no good to argue over a $100 price difference that you didn't want to give 
because you forgot to take it off your site or you forgot to you know take it off of your literature, whatever, and a several hundred dollar booking. So the difference between the two is pretty much self-explanatory. The numbers speak for themselves. Offer the hundred bucks. That's your reminder. Okay, I'm going to go take that down so I don't have to do this again. And so you have one more event, maybe two more events, depending how fast you know people are coming and booking. You may have two more events that you have to run at a discount, but you're going to correct that, the advertising, the announcement of it, whatever, and you're not going to have to worry about it anymore. So that's why keeping written guidelines, keeping written records uh, helps keep you on top of this. Planning your periods. It's like planning any kind of advertising or marketing campaign. You want to be on top of it. It's going to run from A to B, and that when I hit B, I'm going to cut it loose. So to summarize all that and wrap it back up, set your base pricing, examine your base pricing if you're already established, and make sure that you have allowed for the accommodation of discounts so that you can absorb those and still be within your projected income. Make sure that you write down guidelines for discounts. These are the customer satisfaction discounts that when things come up, uh, this is what you're going to offer the customer. And, you know, and it can also be not just a discount in price. You can offer a small discount in price and you can offer them an extra flash drive if, if they haven't ordered it uh, with the package, um, extra set of prints, uh, you know, some free online hosting because uh, you can do that on Dropbox, create a folder and give them the link and say, you know, for for you know 60 days, you can have these pictures up there and people can go get them and just kind of, you know, go crazy. Any of that stuff works, but note it down. Note what you're going to have to do. Have it written. These are your guidelines, just like everything else that you do in your business. It's important to have these guidelines. And lastly, honor your discounts for your discount periods, even if you've gone past that period, because it's just going to look better for you. All right. Now, when you're offering discounts, there's several ways to do this. Okay, so we were just talking about posting on the website. You can post your discount periods on your website under your pricing. Uh, you can have it as a you know banner at the top. Uh, right there, the first thing people see is that things are running at a discount. That's fine. That's the first step. You have the site. Putting the discounts on there is going to inform everyone who comes to the site. So when you get what we call browsers, people who are just kind of checking things out, checking pricing, seeing who's out there, uh, having that discount announced right there, that's going to keep them there a little bit longer and uh, make them check you out a little bit deeper rather than just kind of go through and say, okay, here's the price and such. You know, they're going to note, oh, this guy's running a discount. Got to keep that in mind. Oh, and it's between this period. So that fits what I need to do. Um, I'm going to put this one at the top of the list. You know, that's the psychology of pricing, folks. So website, absolutely announce your uh, discounts. Now, there's another way that you can offer discounts, and that is through Darkroom itself. All right. Darkroom has the special winner function. What you can do is you can create uh, a special template that will print out um, when the special winner comes up. You can uh, have a message pop up on the screen that uh, they need to go see the operator for a discount. And this is a real easy feature to use. We have videos on it, on how to set up special winner. And uh, you can, you know, you can set the guidelines. You can have it where it's going to pop up maybe once and you're going to offer a huge discount. 
I uh, could say, okay, if I've got a two-hour event, I'm going to have two winners an hour maximum of, maximum, excuse me, of four for the day. And, you know, however you're going to have it announced, it's going to come up on the screen or it's going to print out uh, a template that is essentially a coupon. Uh, utilize that. Utilize that. That's an unadvertised discount. So that's sort of a special, you know, special deal for people. And, you know, they love that. Now, that person may not need the discount. You can always, you know, explain to them it's transferable. You know, whoever has this thing gets the discount. So if you don't have anything going, but your friend Bob does, give it to Bob. And if Bob gets it and decides, yeah, I'm not going to throw a party, um, you know, uh, maybe Lisa needs it. So Lisa gives you a call with this thing. Go ahead and honor it because that's, you know, that's it's advertising and it's a transferable discount. Always a good thing to have. So take a look at that. Take a look at the special winner function. And, uh, you know, it's an, again, it's another way to promote uh, your booth and your business. Now, there's also the, again, I'm going to say it, old school approach. You can have, uh, I call it the manual method, where you just use print materials. Utilize your event that you're at. Uh, you're there. The booth is there. Go ahead and instead of a special winner, and you can have a special winner for like an extra special discount, but then everyone at the uh, event or party or whatever gets a discount for being there. And so print out some flyers. Use that opportunity to uh, give out advertisement and on that advertisement have a coupon or just say, you know, this flyer you know gives you 10% off, $20 off, $50 off, whatever you want. So utilize that. You're already there. You have people who are, you know, having fun with the booth. And if they have any thoughts of doing it, adding that discount on top of it, then that's going to help, you know, seal the deal when they want to reserve uh, and book a booth for their particular event. Now, another thing that you can do is with email. Now, this one's tough. Okay, so this is tough. The problem with email addresses is Darkroom collects them if you offer the uh, photo email option or the uh, text-to-phone option and you're using uh, the email address for the carrier and so on. The thing is, you're only getting the people who took advantage of that. And while you have a collection of email addresses, certainly it's great for marketing. But if you offer a discount to just those folks, odds are... Someone, their friend who did not use the email option when they went through the booth, you know, might be wondering, oh, why can't I have that discount? So I'm not saying it's a bad idea. I'm not saying it's something you should not do. I'm just pointing out that it's, of all of the methods, it's one that singles out folks and excludes folks at the same time. So it's important to keep that in mind. And so that if you're ever confronted with that, see, now here's another guideline that we talked about. Here's a guideline that you can write down and how you're going to handle the situation. If someone calls up or, you know, sends you a reservation request and you're talking to them on the phone, they're like, well, yeah, you know, my, my, my friend Roy here, he got an email for like 40% off of something. And I was at the same thing. I don't understand why I don't get that. You can explain, well, that was an email campaign, so on, blah, 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 blah. But, you know, you're right. You were there. Tell you what, I'm going to give you the same discount. So it still works in your favor, okay? But be ready to handle that situation. That's the only thing I'm saying about this is it has a little more potential for questioning. Um, 
you know, be pleasant and be uh, accommodating and go ahead and give them that discount too. And it, cause it all works in your favor. Now, these are, you know, some suggestions, some ideas on how to do this. Certainly the best way to go about this is use your imagination, you know, start with uh, what I've just talked about. If you think of other ways to do it, well, then by all means do it. There's no reason that you shouldn't do the things that inspire you. My only uh, advice to doing that is, again, anything that you think of, write it down as a guideline. Because here's the other benefit to writing these things down, establishing guidelines, just not if not just for you, but for other people working for you or with you. When you write things down, they kind of begin to reveal themselves as a solid idea or something that was fancifully great in my head. But when I put it on paper and, you know, have to think about it in that logical sense, doesn't look like it's going to fly. And that's fine. You know, for every good idea, there are 100 bad ideas or 100 less than adequate ideas. So, you know, when they don't work out, every idea is great when it comes up, but then you have to put it through the, the paces. And if it holds up at the end, then excellent. That's the thing you want to do. So, you know, with all of this, how you're going to offer the discounts, where you're going to offer them, you know, again, we have gone over some things, but what else can you do? You know, this is your, your opportunity to really just kind of, you know, reach into your imagination and uh, dig deep and again, see what you can come up with and go ahead and give it a chance. All right, now moving on. One of the big dangers of getting into discounts is trying to beat the discounts of your competition. This is this is a piñata that will never break. You will be swinging at this thing day and night over and over and you're just not going to reach that candy because two things are going to be at play. One of two things. One, your competitor has done all of these things, has set their base pricing, has figured out their discount periods and really, you know, meticulously gone at this and their level of discount suits them. It suits them. It fits into their scheme of, of pricing and profit. And, you know, that's great. Their scheme is not your scheme. Odds are everyone's going to be a little bit different. So you really don't want to base what you're doing off of somebody else's plan for their circumstance. You need to, to plan for your circumstance. The second thing that could happen is they haven't given a single thought to it. It's a reckless uh, choice. So they're going at discounts with reckless abandon and, you know, they're not going to come out on the other side very well. You don't want to follow them on that path. So pay attention to what they're doing. You can pay attention to your competition's discount periods, the types of discounts, why they discount. Um, you can look at their pricing and look at, you know, how much they're offering for a discount in these things. And you can scale it to your situation and that's fine but you don't want to necessarily try to beat them. And Nick Yates, in our interview with Nick Yates, he put it you know, very clearly. Uh, when you have a discount or even just your pricing, the thing is you, you aren't out to necessarily beat the competition in pricing. You're out to beat them for the business. And really what you do is you explain why your booth is priced as it is, which is the quality and the quality of service that you offer, quality of prints, and so on. And for whatever the uh, season is or the event is, uh, the period is, your 
offering a discount, but you're not lowering your standards. So, you know, you can tell people, you know, $100 is an incredible discount because I'm, I'm giving you the $600 booth for $500. I mean, that's, you know, that's a pretty good deal. I am not going to lower my prices much more than that because then I have to start cutting things out and I'm going to lower the quality and then I'm not the best choice. And that's the perfect thing to say is if I go backwards too far, then I'm no longer the best choice because you're selling yourself as the best choice as well you should be. So this goes back to, you know, things I've talked about before, have confidence in your pricing, have confidence in your equipment, have confidence in yourself and, you know, just don't bend on that. Now, the one area where you want to stand your ground is for what I call the bottom dollar shoppers. Now, these are people who no matter what discount you give, you could give 50% off and this person will ask you for another 10% off or another $100 off or whatever. It's like no matter what you offer, it's not enough. These are the bottom dollar shoppers. And I will be honest with you. These are people you probably don't want to deal with anyway. Because if this is a hassle, if you're offering a good discount, a sweet deal, and they're still trying to come in to pay next to nothing, imagine how it's going to be at the event. Imagine what it's going to be like dealing with these folks. So don't do it. You know, particularly for weddings. I mean, you do not want bottom dollar shoppers for any big event where there's a stress factor already involved. Because if you've worked a wedding, you know that it's stressful for everyone involved in it. The bride, the groom, the parents, depending on, you know, how fantastic the wedding is, how many people are involved. But that also puts stress on you because you know this is happening and you know that you're kind of like under the glass. You know, they're watching everything that you do. Don't add to that. Don't do that to yourself. Don't do that to your employees. So when you have someone who just keeps digging for more and more and more off, you know, well, if you give me another 75 bucks off, I'll go with you. My response to that has always been, well, it's been nice talking to you. I can't do that. So I, I truly hope you find what you're looking for and congratulations or, you know, whatever. So I'm always be pleasant about it. You don't need to be rude. You know, there's, there's very little room for being rude, especially when you're talking discounts. Uh, you know, learn to pleasantly turn people away, but stand your ground. You know, I've said this before. It's your business. Own it. That's way back in the beginning. That's episode two. Own it. Be an owner. Be a business owner. Be a booth operator. Be in charge of how things go because you really do call the shots. It's a customer-based business. It's an entertainment-based business. So it's basically, you know, it's like retail, but the customer is not always right. You know, be kind, be polite, be respectful, but stand your ground. So when people are fishing for discounts more than what you offer, uh, really try to feel the situation out. You know, if you think, man, I am just at that line. You know, I've offered a big discount and I'm going to make just the amount of money that I want after I pay for the supplies and, and everything else. Um, I can't go any deeper. And, you know, here's this guy pushing for more. But, you know, do I want to lose this this booking? Yeah, you do. Because also the more time you spend with these folks, the less time you're paying attention to people who are trying to book for that same period. So, you know, play the numbers. You're going to lose one here and there. That's fine. For every customer that doesn't show up, there's five or six more who will. Okay. So remember, stand your ground with your discounts and your pricing. All right. That comes down to discretion. 
Okay, if you're going to be offering discounts like anything else in business, you need to, you know, have discretion. You can discount your services whenever you wish. You know, this is not saying that, you know, you need to have periods and only at Christmas and only in this and that. I mean, you can do it whenever and however you want. It's just that you need to be aware of all these things that are involved so that you're doing it, uh, you know, smartly. You're doing it in a way that's good for the business and you're not just scrambling. Okay. While it's at your discretion, this again comes, you know, back to if you have a promotional period um, that ended and people are coming up about that, you know, the best thing to do is take it, you know, take that discount hit because you didn't change your advertising or whatever. Go ahead and do that. Take the discount. You know, it's your discretion as to whether or not you're going to do it. I'm just going to go ahead and say it's better for you and your business if you do. And, you know, it also comes to setting the hard line. So if, you know, Angela calls and is a week past the discount period and, again, you, you know, let the advertising continue, go ahead and honor it. So then you go in and you correct it. Uh, A few days later, you know, Rob calls and Rob is saying, well, hey, I heard you gave Angela a discount. Say, well, you know what? I'm sorry. She, you know, I had it advertised and she rightfully, you know, called me on that. But, you know, th- that was it. That's over. And stand by that. Stand by that. Don't guilt yourself. Don't get into any of that um, into giving, you know, further and further and further discounts because now you're just doing it all the time when you don't want to. And that's not going to feel very good. So, you know, I'm sorry, Rob, but, you know, I explained it to, to Angela and, you know, the, the pricing is over. You know, my prices are, are as they are now. They reflect what's happening right now. So, that is the cost. Because the thing you want to remember is, you know, discounts are a tool. Like all of the other tools in running a business, discounts are a tool. And like any tool, it can be overused. So rely on your quality. Rely on the experience that you offer, right? You need to feel good about those two things before you can start considering discounts. Get on top of your game, basically. You know, again, feel good about what you do and what you offer. Then you can start throwing discounts into the mix. Okay, you need to build a solid box before you start putting handles and things on it. Discounts are a strategy. They're a tool. They're a strategy. Discounts are not the product. You are not selling discounts. You are selling your time, the booth, the materials that it it produces, and an experience. So don't get hooked on selling the discount because that's just going to take you in the wrong direction and you're just not going to get where you want to be. And it's the same with any business. You're a business owner, all right? So you need to feel out and grow to understand when you can offer discounts, uh, how much you can withstand their impact on your profit, and how to effectively use them. So everything that we ever talk about, like like I said in, in the last episode, it really doesn't matter how much or how little you know about business because there are uh, tons of people out there offering advice right here being an instance giving you guidelines to work from they're not always you know black and white they're not always cut and dry they are absolutely great starting points ways to get your mind going ways to start looking at practices um, give you a deeper understanding of how much more involved you need to be in planning out your business if you haven't gotten to that point yet. And that's fine. Nothing, you know, nothing bad comes from learning. 
So that's what you have to do is kind of understand when you can offer the discounts, when it's best for you. In a peak period, people usually get excited, like, you know, wedding season, everyone's excited. And, you know, you could go the retail route and think, okay, we're going to have a run on wedding requests. I'm going to up my price a couple hundred bucks. Nothing wrong with that, but plan your discounts there too. Don't be afraid to do it. So if you're going to up the price anyway, then offer some discounts as that tool to kind of bring things in, attract people. So, you know, really, if you're a fan of Kenny Rogers, which I am, tells you, you know, how long I've been around, uh, you know, the words from the gambler, you've got to know when to hold them. You've got to know when to fold them. And that just comes from trying it out, trial and error. It's a learning experience. So if you're going to be doing discounts, I hope you take all of this into consideration. Uh, Like everything else, you know, we want them to work for you. You want them to work for you. And they can and they will. Just be smart about it and, you know, put the effort in to, you know, take a look at how they're going to work for you, how they're best going to work for you. And you're going to just end up with some really happy customers and a continued flow of business coming in. Okay, that is going to bring us to an end for this episode. Uh, I want to thank you again for listening uh, once more. Podcast at sappb.com. Questions, thoughts, comments, anything, go ahead and send them in. We love getting those. Uh, If you would like to uh, be interviewed, I'm going to share your story and talk about the things that you do and your successes. Share that with our other listeners. Uh, send that email in, podcast at sappb.com. Uh, we'll get in touch and we'll you know get, get it set up because we want to hear it. And we like to share this stuff with everyone because, you know, there's no like top secret method to this madness. Everyone has the same set of tools and practices. Everyone just implements them a little differently. So, you know, sharing is caring, as they say. Uh, you know, share what you've done, share how you're, you're doing, uh, and, and use that to motivate others. Uh, and also, you know, to promote yourself. Why not? All right, then. So we are coming up to New Year's. I hope everyone has a very safe and happy New Year's. Be responsible with everything that you do. Be on the guard uh, for, you know, the folks out there who are not being careful with things going on. Uh, let's jump into 2018 with, uh, safety and success. So I look forward to, uh, working more with you folks. And until the next time I talk to you through here, I'm just going to say happy boothing. (laughs) 